Hello everybody, my name is Mark Schreier and I'm a realtor with Century 21 American Homes. And next to me is Quentin Hardy, a mortgage professional from where, Quentin? Movement Mortgage. Movement Mortgage. Uh, a couple of questions have come across uh, my line of business and I figured what better person to ask than a mortgage person for the, uh, I guess, the nitty gritty of what's going on in the mortgage world. One question was, as a first time home buyer or a move up home buyer, when it comes to a mortgage with the... Um, all the uh, multiple offers being put on homes these days. How can we make your offer stand out? And naturally, king is still cash, but you got to show proof of funds these days. Um, and it's got to be current proof of funds, not one from you know your Uncle Sally three months ago. Real proof of funds from a reputable bank or mortgage banker. Uh, so, Quinn, that question to you is how can I make or Mr. Buyer uh, make his mortgage stand out from somebody else? That's a great question. Um, obviously, one of the first things you're going to want to do is get a pre-approval. Find out how much you can be approved for. But very frequently, we hear the term pre-approval. There's actually multiple documents that you may or may not get from your mortgage professional. One of them is a pre-qualification, one of them is a pre-approval, and then there's a commitment letter or a fully underwritten approval, different names for that third one. And you want to get the strongest letter possible. That also might take a little bit more time. Uh, a pre-qualification basically means that you had a conversation with someone such as me, a loan officer at a bank, who gave you a letter saying, looks like you should be able to, based on our verbal conversation, looks like you should be able to get a mortgage for X amount. If you go a pre-approval letter, it means you probably went to the bank, same kind of thing, had a conversation with a loan officer. Now they've taken it another step as far as doing their due diligence with documentation, information, pulled credit, probably looked at tax returns, maybe some pay stubs, more uh, of an in-depth picture. And now they're going to say, yep, looks like based on what we, we said and what we've seen that, yes, you can get, a, you can get a, a loan for this amount. They may even run it through something called DU, desktop underwriting. But there's a situation here that's still garbage in, garbage out. Desktop underwriting is a computer system that's going to calculate the risk based on the information the loan officer puts in. But sometimes 5, 10, 15, sometimes even more than that uh, percent of the time, those pre-approvals aren't any good. And sellers know that where the tricky part of the industry that not everybody thinks about is that this person, a loan officer, who's giving you a pre-approval letter is not the decision maker. So you've got a letter saying that this person says you can get a mortgage and this is the person who won't be giving you a mortgage. The underwriter is the true decision maker. So what we do at Movement Mortgage, and I will sound a little bit like a commercial, but we're the only ones in the industry who do it, is in this market, we take all of your information and we'll still give you a pre-qual letter or a pre-approval letter from upfront from the, from the loan officer what we're then going to do is we're going to send your information directly to underwriting. We're going to have the loan underwritten by the decision maker and come back with what you could call, some people call it a commitment letter, approval letter, a fully underwritten pre-approval letter. But the bottom line is you've now got a letter that has removed the X factor that the loan officer may have missed, that the loan officer didn't get. And this is not the loan officer's fault because the loan officer is not an underwriter. They're not trained as underwriters. So even the best loan officer, occasionally there's gonna be things that don't quite work out. So that's why you wanna have a, a fully underwritten letter. Basically, any of the conditions that are going to be a concern with the homeowner are handled. So now you've got a letter that says, we just need the contract, we need to get the title, we need to get the appraisal and we can close. So if I'm the seller, and, or on the seller's realtor or counsel, whoever is negotiating, and you've got multiple offers, three, four, five, six offers, and they're all close in price, you're gonna go, like you said, cash is king. You're gonna go with the one that has the greatest probability to close and close in the time frame that you want. Well, cash should be able to close the quickest. So that's the one you go for. That's again, if they have proof of funds, current proof of funds from a reputable bank. Yeah. Not just 
any letter from anybody that's a year old, two years old. If they don't have proof of funds, then we don't really know they have cash. We wouldn't right. even count that, exactly. Right. But after cash, then you want, well, the fully underwritten pre-approval letter or the, the commitment letter or the fully underwritten letter, that's the strongest letter that someone who's getting so, a mortgage is going to have. A question, again, pre-approval versus commitment. Mm -hmm. That's Which one would be of greater uh, value to a seller and the buyer in this case to say, well, this is this means more? Is it just semantics on a word? or No, there's, there's some legal ramifications in New York State, for example, of using the word commitment letter. But basically what you're looking for is the strongest letter that has had the most research, okay. the most information, and the most, it's been viewed by the bank the most, and that is a fully underwritten letter. Whether you call it a commitment letter, approval letter, a fully underwritten okay. pre-approval, something that's been underwritten, not just viewed by the loan officer. And what's a good time frame? Meaning uh, six months, within six months, you should have a fresh letter every three months? Uh, your credit report is going to expire every 120 days, so typically from the time you had your credit run, your letter's good for about four months. During that time frame, you may need to update assets or update a pay stub or something like that. Uh, and then at the end of four months, yes, you're going to have your credit rerun and have everything reviewed. Okay. Thanks again.